All right, we need to start getting the shit on the road. Yes, please. Yeah. But the but, good news is we're going to make Scott do that Enterprise episode. So. God, I, 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 I was kind of expecting that, so. Yeah. I, 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 felt, I felt confident enough to. <laughs> He's our Enterprise bitch. <laughs> and very well may become the Voyager bitch, too. <laughs> um, okay. We'll see how future months shake out. That's and a good thing. You can be bitch. Well, Ken doesn't have to be the bitch anymore because there's someone below Ken now. I've been the bitch for years. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> That's not news. But you're very good at it. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect cold start. Lock on. This is Superhero Time. With XV. Please don't rub your French in my face. Hey, Mickey. I don't care. Just shove it in there. Paladin. Some people like ham, though. Ken. I didn't even think about it when I did it. It's just, it came out. And Fort Max. Oh, my. So this week on Superhero Time, we have more than one show to talk about. Which has When's the last time that happened? Um... When did we start covering Drive? Let's see. I remember there was a day in 2013. <laughs> it's okay, though, because not all of us want to talk about it in every episode we're talking about. So It balances out to us only caring about talking about one thing. I guess. <laughs> Basically? Basically. Basically. So I'm sure Paladin probably wants to start the news off with, off with this. So um, Yoshi Sudarzo is going to have a cameo in The Ninja next week. Who's big. that? That's Coda. Coda. Oh, okay. If only it wasn't Ninja. Yeah, and I if only, actually if only didn't it wasn't consider the... that news because I knew none of you cared about Ninja anymore. And only if it... we do. And if only it was uh, not the episode with the wrong Jiraiya in it. Huh. Now, admittedly, the right Jiraiya will never be in Toku again, but still. No. Any Jiraiya that's not Ninja Black is the wrong Jiraiya. Maybe they could just, like, you know, paint this Jiraiya black and pretend. Like, just, you know, have the have the suit walk in and transform the ninja black. I, I, I guess I'll have to watch an episode of the ninja now. Well, he only has a little cameo, so you can just, you know, watch the live stream and call it a day. It'll be online. Or just watch the drift that someone uh, invariably will post. Th- this is true also, which will be handy in case the live stream is of such poor quality that we can't really tell the background characters. Well, oh, that'd be most, amazing. Most weeks, what? if his cameo is with morphed footage, therefore, when it comes time for Power Rangers to <laughs> translate it, yes, he, he can do a cameo without having to film any new footage for a Power Ranger show. Yes, <laughs> that would be kind of amazing. Yeah. What's funny though is um, when Goanger was filming, Red from Operation Overdrive went and visited filming of it. It was apparently a regular thing that they would have bring the cast over. Mm. Uh, no, I'm just no. My bring... point, my point was just that uh, you know nothing came of that in show, but apparently you know Yoshi well, gets to um, actually be on screen. Yeah, well, Magic Ranger and, and Bokinger were both filmed in New Zealand, partly, right? Uh, they, there were pieces? some stuff, some stuff that was there sh- that the uh, Power Rangers crew shot. Yeah, right. just little bits and pieces, nothing substantial. Okay. But they don't really do that feeling... anymore, do they? No, they don't. 
that since Coda uh, is such a fanboy of Sentai, yeah, <laughs> he probably used his Power Rangers connections to get himself a, a, a dream shot in uh, of doing a cameo over there. I fully imagine that's the case, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I seem to remember. And I can't blame him terribly, though I wish he picked a better show, of course. I mean, I've seen, I've seen lots of photos with him with various, even beyond, like, Kyoryu Blue, with, like, various other um, Toku actors yeah, all over. Like the Ninja Everything. cast or... Uh, 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 Boken Silver, I think, at one yeah, point. Or uh, Kyoryu Cyan. Mm-hmm. No, he said actors. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> Look, just well, because the show didn't cast. just because the show didn't let him act doesn't mean he can't act. Is this like a, a tree falling in a forest kind of thing, or no? This is the this is the um, if you speak English or are uh, or if you look Western, you have to talk in like really stiff, stilted dialogue that I, makes it look like you're. I don't an think idiot. they made him do that in. Uh... Whichever the Grand Caesar series he was in, the whatever the third one was. But Grand Caesar wasn't a Toei series. Right. There's a difference. Maybe I should watch some of those Grand Caesar series, except that nobody but TV Nihon has subbed them, which means they're unsubbed. Huh. If no one else has subbed them, that probably means they're bad. Well, I mean, you can't really make that determination because nobody else has subbed Ryu Kendo either. He makes a that is a very fair point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, nobody subbed Kabutech except for the Christmas movie that we watched that time. Basically, is Kabutech even available, like Raw's, or is no. it still no. in existence? It's like a, a real media fever dream that we once had in the 80s. The, the problem with the Western he- Toku. The, the, the only DVD, re- only the special, the special's the only thing that's been released on DVD, and as far as I know, it hasn't aired in ages. So I'm sure somebody's got a collection of VHS they can just you know rip and put up for us. Basically, the problem with the modern Toku fandom is that if it's not Rider or Sentai, ninety percent doesn't care. So that it's not, it's not it's not necessarily a statement. And the remaining portion is just consumed with Ultraman or Garo. Yeah, well, Garo's worth worth generally the caring. Generally, <laughs> look, I'm not saying Garo's all winners. Just you know, just that one series. Well, that one series was amazing, but you know, I like the two that came before it pretty well too. That one and series the one that came, of Garo, and the one that came after was not bad either. When you really like look at it as a whole unit. I'm wondering how much of a train wreck the uh, current anime is going to be. Poor K. <sighs> what's wrong Poor with the K? What's wrong with the current anime? Well, uh, okay. it's written Inoue. by in by uh, Inoue, uh-huh. and uh, the guy who uh, wrote the first Full Metal Alchemist and uh, <laughs> oh. and Elric. Well, and this is going places. Oh, Oh, God. Okay. Now, also, here's the thing: the last last year's Garo series had some really beautiful animation. When they when he transformed, there's this really great blend of like cell shading and CGI, and it looked amazing. Cell shading and, is CGI, Ken. You know what? But well, no, there, there, there's a reason I point it like that because you when you look at the, when he transforms in this series, it looks awful. <laughs> it looks absolutely dreadful. 
I mean, and even the Jam Project opening theme is out of place. Uh, one One Punch. It one would. Punch it, Man, it, yeah. One Punch Man has a better I, Jam Project opening. It has that. Uh, I mean, it has that Spanish guitar sound that you that would have fit better in the one set in actual Spain. <laughs> well. But yeah, Shoa Kawa and Inoue co co as co-head writers. God. God. They're gonna create something indescribable. And see, last last year was it, from what I've seen so far of it, it's pretty decent. It's I don't know. I think Kobayashi. awful is a good description. It's written by, <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it's written by Kobe. It was written by Kobe It has good animation, so you know it's not bad. But this, I don't want. I'm not sure I want to touch it. Well, I, I didn't just, watch the first Garo anime. I have no real neat reason. <laughs> Words. Now it's indescribable. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I need to watch the Garo anime this season either. Apparently. No. 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 Gundam is all I need. I'm and I'm One waiting. Punch Man. Yeah, I'm waiting to out yet. Yeah, it's been it comes out on Sundays. Okay. I'm waiting to have you know maybe three episodes of Gundam available before I actually try to watch it. You, you, you Look, Biscuit Griffin has little sisters named Cookie <laughs> and Cracker. <laughs> and there's a guy named Biscuit. Yes, we've yes, known about Biscuit. Yes, but it, I've it, just now started paying attention. So, but, but but see, the thing about Biscuit is he's actually a cool character. Like he's actually really awesome. <laughs> Which is surprising for, you know, a fat anime character named Biscuit. <laughs> In any case, I've learned well enough that I can't really decide how a Gundam series is going to turn out just from watching the first episode, because first episodes of Gundam series are never good indicators. I don't know. Never. Age, age was pretty boring. I don't know. First episode of Wing is pretty accurate for the rest of the show. The first, okay. episode, the first episode of G-Reco was pretty nonsensical, and hey, look what we got. <laughs> I haven't watched any of that series, and apparently I made the right choice with that. You did. Apparently, yeah, it's like Tobita was writing the first 26 episodes of a year-long series. <laughs> yeah, and then he, tried, and then he totally only had 25 episodes to work with. <laughs> <coughs> I wonder if he had that problem with King Gaynor. I've only watched but meanwhile, what's going on with Toku News? Hey, look, this is not my fault. Somebody else started talking about anime. Yes, we all got distracted here, but we're on a time also, schedule. Well, it's, also, well, I, no. I will just go on record and say One Punch Man's pretty great. You should probably watch it. Yeah, I, I need to watch the second episode after we're done, but yeah, it's really good. It's the good show with the Jam Project opening this season. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, do we have, any, do we have other news uh, to go over before we... Uh, just two tidbits from Shout Factory. First off, the Time Force DVD has been pushed back to February 2016, which is disappointing, but oh well. Why and is Shout that? Also... I don't know. Apparently it just wouldn't be ready in time for December. And Shout also confirmed that they did not get the rights to the Die Ranger movie, so that's not part of the set. Eh, yeah, who cares? Does probably mean no Kaku Ranger movie if they get to that set, though. That's slightly more of a loss because Kaku Ranger, but still. Sentai movie, so. Yeah, yeah Sentai well, movie. Well, I don't know. The, the Kaku Ranger Kaku movie Ranger, at, 
the Gecko Ranger movie has uh, Sasuke turning into a uh, fire extinguisher and one of the others uh, turning into a chainsaw and uh, apparently ruins his teeth while in chainsaw form. Yeah, I mean, there's there's actually, like, content in the Kaku Ranger movie. Now, if they do a no-ranger set, they'll probably be able to include the movie, since Saban had that back when they did uh, Zeo. Yeah, maybe. But again, Sentai movie. That's not Kaku Ranger. Basically, I just want to see the Kaku Ranger movie. That's pretty yeah. much all. Like, Kaku oh, you're not Ranger... going to. Kaku Ranger is such a good thing that you can't really miss any of it. Uh, except probably Super Sentai World. Okay, maybe that, but, um... Just as long it, as it gets an actual release here. Yeah. Well, you know, Die Ranger sells, they'll probably do another one. And if that sells, they'll probably do another can one. only hope. And then when they get around to doing GoGo 5, that won't sell, and that'll be the end of it. Hey! What? That Look, wrong everybody, letter. Everybody thinks they want GoGo 5. I do. V. But they really don't because GoGo 5 is boring. What yeah, they except want, for the stock footage, it's boring. What they want is to watch Lightspeed Rescue again. <laughs> what they, they want Lightspeed Rescue, but Japanese. And I don't know if there's a dub of that. Uh, there is there a mo- of uh, about two thirds of the se- of the episodes. They never finished it. Like, Whoops! Cut episodes. Forget which one it was. It's random which one it's. They so kind of picked and choose which episodes not to dub there. So they cut episodes. Got it. Whoops. That's... Well, to be fair, that's one of the series that you can kind of do that with. Yeah, it is. It's pretty episodic. Yeah. Which is not a bad thing. So long, overall. So, so long as you hit like the important demon episodes, you're pretty much good. And you know, as long as you like don't cut out Titanium Ranger's introduction while keeping later Titanium Ranger episodes. <laughs> yes, like the finale entirely. So you know, <laughs> right? Nobody said they did the finale now. Okay. What? I don't know. I, this is the okay. first I even knew that this actually existed. I'm just assuming that it. You know, it's. It's like, you know... Competent? Halfway, maybe? <laughs> I- I'm being optimistic here. Mm-hmm. Perhaps that's... Well, that's a mistake. Yeah, I know. Right, so what do we well, yes, and apparently have? the price of the Legacy Falcons order is only $60, not 80 Whoa. Oh, that's a thing, though. New York Comic Con, we actually saw the first picture of the Legacy Communicator. And it comes yeah. with just Howard the main Band. five wristbands. Uh huh. Of course, because they're going to charge another eighty dollars for Tommy's, and then probably another eighty dollars for uh, Gold Zio. Nobody cares about that Fort Max. <sighs> well, like, there's, there's literally isn't... hundreds of Zio fans out there. Yeah, this isn't me being a dick about it. It's there's, just nobody there's... cares about that variation. There's literally hundreds of Zio fans out there. <laughs> Do we want to just talk about Titan Wars instead? That's more impressive than any of Bandai's offerings. We don't have time for that. Also, it's Titan's Return. Whatever. Where'd they go? Huh? Where where did they go? Well, you know, Titans go, and then Titans Return. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
it, so it gets, Transformers it, get more serious now after being lighthearted for so many years. Right. Anyway, uh, do we have any other news? Um, just some in-package shots for the first wave of Dino Supercharged Zords. Is there anything actually worth talking about with that? Well, after 13 years, they're finally releasing a purple Cephalozord. Finally. I've been waiting 13 years for that. Oh, but... right. That's the one they skipped in... Um... Dino Thunder. Yeah, that one. So that you couldn't actually chose... complete the ultimate form. Right. And they chose that exact color scheme for to pad out the line in Dino Charge. Okay. So yeah, that's pretty much it for this week, I think. That's good, because we've got two shows to talk about, and then another show to do after this show, so let's get moving. Um, <sighs> who did I, I say was doing Dino Charge? Me. Well, get on it, Dino Bitch. kind of stumbled on that one. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> try, try it again with more, more pizzazz. Dino bitch. Get Thank on you. it, dino bitch. Thank you, Ivan. <laughs> Tis bitching time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we start today's complete filler episode out with um introduction of a chest monster. Like a treasure chest. Boysandra? <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't know. I think there's I think there's female design monsters in Power Rangers much more suited to being called chess monsters than that one. You are right. Evatots. <laughs> well, you wouldn't really call her a monster, now would you? But she always made all those detonators. It's not like they hit anybody. Well, there was that fire truck that time. <laughs> Sprayed all over the place. <sighs> okay, anyhow. <laughs> Got out of your system? No. Anyhow, somewhere in the woods, the rangers are training. And Tyler's actor is showing off. In a few different ways. Is it just me, or did they, like, only... Did they stop waxing just at his belt line and leave his legs alone? <laughs> Well, sure didn't touch his armpits. No, I particularly like it at the point where he aims his crotch towards what's-his-name. And what's-his-name re- replies, nice one. <laughs> and it's an awkward thing to say about a yoga pose, so I have to assume he's talking about his dick. <laughs> I, I, I don't think he's not. So even if the straight people think it's a dick reference, then... Yeah. Yes, yes, it, it's, definitely, it's definitely a dick reference. <laughs> I mean, it's not Tripp's Big Blue Bulge, but, you know. Well, you know. Hey, I hear thunder. That's a great sign. <laughs> no, that, that, that's Dino Thunder you're hearing. Oh, there's a light in the distance. <laughs> hear it coming closer? <laughs> Did you say hear it coming closer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The light in the distance, hear it coming yeah. closer? Yeah. <laughs> See, How else would you be able to tell? <laughs> uh, this is why I prefer the Polish opening. It actually makes sense. <laughs> Dino Thunder? <laughs> Never mind. 
Anyway, <laughs> back to the dinosaurs we actually care about. Uh, sort of. <laughs> sort of. So, yeah, Dino Thunder was okay. Yeah, it was okay. Dino Charge is a lot better, though, but go on, go on. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Sure. Uh, so, anyhow, uh, Kendall is having uh, Chase test out the new toy of the week. So that way we can match up with the Sentai footage. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, that's is really kind of awkward name, but basically it's War Greymon's Brave Tornado. Yeah, basically. <laughs> it's uh, it's the Carrigator Soul. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And he succeeds in, you know, shredding one of uh, Shelby's uh, punching bags. Which appears to be made entirely of woven paper. Now, I love that everyone gets Power Rangers could afford anything else. I love that to test this weaponry out, everyone gets on, you know, the safe side of it. Except (laughs) no one tells Shelby. They leave her aimed directly behind the target. There's a concrete wall between her and Chase. I mean, what could go wrong? That Kendall knows he's going to go straight through. (laughs) She doesn't know. It's a test. She could just be expecting him to bounce right off of it. The point is to destroy the concrete wall. (laughs) My theory is that Keeper thinks we're either going to kill the Black Ranger or the Pink Ranger with this, and it's going to be awesome. Let's do it. (laughs) Kendall, here's how you're going to set this up. Sure, boss. <laughs> so, anyhow. Um, it may just be that Kendall didn't specifically warn anybody about the test, and everybody else was just observant enough to, like, you know, move behind the table. Um, I can believe that. Chase overhears uh, Shelby's radio, which is playing a, um, a song from a New Zealand pop group, and he proceeds to go into full-on douchebag mode. He is Chase, you know. Oh, Chase. I know, but no, but he... he, he and you can tell he's projecting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, well, let's so be fair, know. though. Anybody who likes a boy band really kind of deserves to be mocked until they stop liking them. <laughs> ah, but the best part is that, you know, at the end of the scene as he's walking off, he's singing their song, which means that he In listens two. to them enough to memorize the song. <laughs> No, the, you can memorize a song that you hate. Yeah, I mean, I no, because re- I just ignore yeah, songs I hate. Said at the end of the episode, I work in retail. I have a, a, a intercom with, you know, blasting terrible music all the time. So I can understand that. Can you complete any of the lyrics to "My Heart Will Go On"? My heart will go on. Now, yeah, if he hated the song so much, why would he no. be singing it no, anyway? He was singing anyway, it to mock her. Either way, point is Chase is a dick. Well, yeah, and I don't, and he, but he does have some pretty sweet Gene Kelly moves there. He does. <laughs> so anyway, um, at the cafe, uh, Ivan is actually doing rather well serving and waiting. But you know, he's a knight, so I guess he would be good at this whole serving thing. <laughs> well, and moreover, you know, he's a knight, so like he understands it's his duty to perform the task given to him to the best of his ability. Yes. Which comes up at the end of this part of the scene. It does, yes. Um, so anyway, that song is playing on the radio again, along with um, uh, Shelby trying to get out of the, get out because Chase is also a slacker and late. I like that. There's, like, there's never any good excuse for that. He's just, you know, a terrible employee. Again, <laughs> not news. No, no, but it's just it's nice. Consistency. The Rangers are terrible. <laughs> yes, but that makes them so much more interesting. It does. 
Um, but yeah, she was going to rush off, try to get tickets, and Chase arrives, and then the radio announces that that concert is completely sold out. Damn yes. omniscient radios. <laughs> it's a two-way I, radio. I like it. And, and it's great when Tyler comes up and it's like, dude, what is your freaking problem? And he's like, oh, she's fine. It's like, After it never, she runs off barely restraining and crying. Yeah, it's like, it never occurs to Chase at any point. Like, I'm a dickhead. He's just sitting there smiling all smugly still. If it hasn't occurred like, to him by this point, it's probably not gonna. Chase is one step away from saying, it's not like they'd ever be interested in you because you're so fat and ugly. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, Kendall calls with a distress signal, and um, the Rangers start to take off. Well, um, Ivan gets stuck in a Tommy moment where he has to be delayed from entering the Sentai footage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one who took it that way. Oh, good. Yep. Because <laughs> um, um, this one customer keeps uh, wanting this, that, and the other, and, well, he has to provide. Because there's, yes. nobody, because there's nobody else that works there, and apparently it runs on itself when they're not there. <laughs> the rest of the staff just ran off <laughs> <laughs> to get tickets to the concert. Um, so, um, out in the woods. Oh, also, I, I love the completely, like, effortless name they gave the band for the episode. NZ. NZ. <laughs> mm-hmm. The sad thing is, it's completely, completely believable. It is. It is. Yeah. Except for the part where, like, they specifically say they've never performed outside of New Zealand before, and that's totally the kind of name that a New Zealand band would give themselves for international purposes, but they've stayed at home the whole time. Well, it's... it's like, that's it's, the name that you would rename your band once you get out into, you know... Yeah, but it's, it's also the modern age. You got internet and streaming. It's also probably, you know, funded by the New Zealand Tourism Board, too, so... Yes. Oh. Um, yeah, there's that, of course. <laughs> much like this show probably is. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> So anyway, at, at, at the woods, Coda finds shinies. Lots of, lots of shinies. Oh, good. Now we can go back to that vending machine. <laughs> that was my first thought. <laughs> probably his first thought, too. Cookies. <laughs> <laughs> well, would he even need to go to the vending machine itself? I mean, he, they're, they're all over the floor of that room now. This is true. And they're probably still there, too. I don't know. He probably went back after the fight. Probably. <laughs> yeah, the only cookies left are the ones that are still inside the vending machine. I like how resigned your response was. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, Rangers transform, and it's uh, Sentai fight time. And it's... it's, it's and this fight. monster really gets lost in translation a bit. A little bit. Because he's a treasure chest, and he's got stone hieroglyphic tablets for a power. For yes. reasons. I have no idea what this monster's deal was in Kyoryuger. No. Yeah, I don't think I paid enough attention to Kyoryuger either to know I'm what he was. I'm positive I had stopped watching at this point. Yeah, probably. But anyway, um... I think... Obviously it had something to do with Kyoru Black, though. I think once we get out, you know... Brilliant the... deduction. Once we're out, once we're out <laughs> of the quarry, I think we're actually into U.S. fight footage, right? Um, I think it looks to me like... Yeah, the forest with uh, red and gold is new footage. Oh, yeah, you can tell because of gold. Never mind. And all the quarry is still Sentai footage. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, it, it kind of has to be because 
Ivan arrives to save Tyler from Wrench, complete with his first tip. <laughs> All that were for a dollar? Well, at least it wasn't for nothing. He's like, indeed, most kind. He's so proud of himself. <laughs> well, he is the whole package, after all. I think that's right. Yeah. That was his first tip. That, he's been doing this for weeks. <laughs> Maybe he's only just gotten good at it. He's probably returning their tips to them. Say, you appear to have overpaid. Here you go, my lady. Like the rest of the team like, finds out, and it's like, tell them, like, no, that extra money is for you for doing a good job. Yeah, it's like they're only paying you like $2 an hour. Come on. Ah, <laughs> uh, but see, he's so thrilled with the $1 tip, he must think the 2 or $3 an hour his salary is is great riches. Where does Ivan live? <laughs> in Probably the in Coda's cave. Well, remember... <laughs> I do. How long? How long ago was he trapped in uh, in Fury? Now, just imagine how much inflation has been since then. <laughs> yes, the money that never existed when he was alive before. <laughs> That's how much it inflated from zero percent of its current worth <laughs> to a dollar. I don't think that's how percentages work, Ken. Uh, anyway, I, we can't talk about Ivan the whole episode because he's he's, he's, but he's like the, he's he's almost the best part of this episode and just for his like three lines. And he's barely in it. <laughs> so anyhow, uh, some more Sentai footage until the, the Rangers regroup and uh, we get the monster trying to crush everybody with stone tablets. And yeah, that's where things seem to kind of lose in translation a little bit. Right. And that's where but, we kind of lose the grasp of physics for a little bit as well. Uh, yeah. So uh, Chase tries to use his um, X-Armor thing and ends up, you know, kicking his own ass, basically. Carrigator, no, somebody had to. Carrigator was not pleased. No. <laughs> Wrong Black Ranger. <laughs> uh, but... And if I'm right, there is a lot of there's at least a lot of like U.S. special effects work in this episode. Well, yeah, at the very least, episode doesn't really matter. But hey, (laughs) and in any case, the ultimate result of this is that Shelby, Tyler, and Ivan all get buried alive. Yes, and that is pretty. It's kind of pretty comical. Um, (laughs) It's just like stack one, two, three, five, six, eight, ten, twenty. Oh, then they just flatten it to the ground. (laughs) Oh, it's really dead. comical up to the point when they, you know, call uh, they call from down in the hole in the ground and say, "We don't have much air. We're going to die in a minute." Yeah, it's a little dark for Power Rangers. Now, yeah. what I think I love about that is apparently their communicator runs on air as well because as they run out of air, the communicator starts flickering too. <laughs> so their solution, of course, is to run back to the power chamber. I'm sure that helped their air supply a lot. Oh yeah, absolutely. Actually, you know what they could have done is just Shelby could have transformed and used the drill she has <laughs> or to giant, dig out the side. Or perhaps the giant robot she has with an even bigger drill. Well, maybe her aim's not so good with that one. Oh, God dang it. <laughs> you know what, Shelby? Maybe, maybe it would be better to just die of suffocation than, you know, being torn to Hey, hey, you know what might have helped in this situation? A shovel? Yes! 
Yes. <laughs> anyway, where is had... the mighty shovel now? And anyway, they would have had to have run back because they took Tyler's jeep. So he has he, he inevitably has keys. And he's yeah. So um, back at the ranch, uh, Kendall's like, you know, this only is supposed to work on your energy for some reason or another, but we'll try it with Coda and Riley because you're such a failure. <laughs> and, and then keep then Keeper strolls in and okay, basically yeah. just like you know Chase if you weren't such a fuck up we probably wouldn't be in this situation right now it's more like you're 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 a big you know douchebag and this is coming from a guy who you know killed <laughs> killed the dinosaurs without without trying. even trying yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm going to be as passive-aggressive when uh, telling you about this stuff as well. And, and, and the look on Chase's face is like a dog when you scold them. They don't understand. <laughs> well, it's great, too, when Keeper starts... It's great, too, when Keeper starts talking to him and Chase is just, like, completely, like, blank and confused. No, yes. no, no. When, when you're scolding a dog, they know what they did. This is like... Yeah. Chase is like, react, is like a scolded cat. You know, you're right. <laughs> so maybe they need to rub Chase's nose in it. <laughs> well, you do that with dogs, too, actually. Yes. No, they need to um, get after Chase with a water bottle. <laughs> put a little vinegar in it, spritz it around. Oh, believe me, you don't have to put uh, vinegar in a water bottle. The cat doesn't want to get sprayed with just plain water. It's like acid to them. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if, especially if you shave some bald spots in their fur so we can get right on their skin. Oh, God. Cats also don't, don't like being sprayed with Nerf darts. <laughs> well. To be fair, I don't like being sprayed with Nerf darts. I don't think that's just a peculiarity to How do you know? Have you ever been sprayed with Nerf darts? Yes. <laughs> Have you ever been just so, had Nerf oh, darts okay. just sprayed all over your face? Yeah. So, so the rangers arrive and begin fighting. Uh, and Admittedly, begin... they were my own Nerf darts, but I don't think it's really important. <laughs> Chase begins fighting Wrench and the, uh, <laughs> and, and, and the monster. Ken is uh, trying so hard to ignore that. While Coda and Riley try to use the charger and, of course, get knocked in their asses. Were they the suction cup kind? <laughs> so, as no, glow in the, no, they were the glow in the dark ones. I think you should see a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> he gets another, you know, call from his near dead friends and has a come to Jesus moment where he realizes, oh wait, I was a dickhead and that's why my powers don't work. I wonder if it's even worth having Ken go back over the parts of the summary that nobody's ever gonna hear because of their dark joke. <laughs> oh, we're not do we're not doing that. So uh, Riley and Cody get laid out by the monster. Uh, Chase tries the uh, Dino Charger again, and uh, miraculously, this time it works. How about that? Now we've got gold arms. Yes. Uh huh. And, and he, you know, drills down, rescues everybody. He pulls Shelby out, and then I, Ivan and Tyler just get ejected from the hole somehow. Uh, I think I figured that one out. I figured that out. Okay, so you know, he's grabbing Shelby and pulling her out himself. But since they've used up all the air in the hole, there's a big <laughs> rush of air from the surface, and it's rushing in so fast that it's just pushing Tyler and Ivan back out as, like, you know, a counter reaction. Yeah, as he goes. Well, shouldn't it just crush them then? 
Well, no, it's just air. Well, because Chase is spinning, it pushes. Well, Ivan can fly anyway. Not when he's half dead. <laughs> and not transformed. Well, we don't no, know that. I'm going to say he that Chase probably just threw them out. No, he sucked how... them out. Yeah, that's what I'll say. He sucked them out because he's spinning. See? <laughs> so, transformation, roll call. That is neither a parasaur nor a pterodactyl, but hey, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, fight, fight, and inexplicable dancing from uh, Red Ranger. And why would he ever be doing that? Mm. <laughs> uh, fight, 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 fight. Some obscure kind of joke of some sort from Chase. But we'll ignore that. Okay. <laughs> Why is there a happy face on Wrench's back? It's his key that's folded up. The key would come down, you'd wind him up with it. Okay. I guess it just happens to look like a face, I suppose. So they finished the monster off, satellites, Megazord. I, I like I like that uh, Sledge just grabs one of the Vivics walking by and <laughs> give me the magna beam. It just throws. <laughs> throws him and it pushes the button down. Yes. yes. Sledge I love their button for the, their satellite. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a big shiny red button. Yeah. I want at some point in the round of series, Wanda Vivix needs to have a big squeaky hammer <laughs> that it uses to depress the button. I want somebody to sit on it. So the monster yeah. tosses a bunch of tablets on top of the um, Megazord and begins to crush it, but uh, lo and behold, the um, Terrazord swoops in and. And it flies, because that's what it does. Uh-huh. And they destroyed the monster. Yay. But now, the good part here is afterwards, when Sledge is kind of a little fed up, now that Wrench has failed a couple episodes in a row. <laughs> and it is notable, we haven't seen Fury since he got dragged off that one episode. Right. <laughs> yeah, he's still MIA. So I mean, he just shows up with no explanation for his time lost. Probably, probably. not. But, um... He, uh, Rich gets thrown to where solitary confinement is, which we haven't seen before, and I wonder if we'll see again, because he nearly gets molested by a giant tentacle that comes coming out of it. Well, uh, we probably I won't guess, see it again. That tentacle looked very expensive. I guess. I guess when uh, he gets thrown in solitary, it won't really be solitary anymore. No, it uh -huh. looked like it could almost possibly be one of the uh, later uh, bosses in Kyoruger. I was wondering about that. Which would be interesting, because they'd probably have to use those suits at some point. Well, yeah. Oh, hey, you never know. They, they, they've had a couple of years to work on this, on planning this stuff out, so it's not like, you know, you know, Saban era, where they would start when the Sentai wasn't even finished. They know what they I'm know where fairly certain one of the monsters they go past in this episode is Death Ryuger's monster form. He's been in there a couple times, I think. Yeah. I wonder if that's a coincidence at all. No. Uh, Judd Lynn has been very um, cagey when that's been brought up. I've I've heard I've heard here and there. So hey, <laughs> oh, we'll find out when it gets to France. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, um, they're all trying to call into the radio station to get tickets. Ah ah, but this is this is like the best Ivan line of the episode where he runs up to the window. What are you doing? The customers they hunger. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You know what? Ivan's the only good employee that place has. Yes. 
Yes. So they're trying to call in and get Shelby's tickets, and they fail, but some douchebag on the radio wins, and that douchebag happens to be Chase. So, yay. And I love Coda's line here, too. That first song made me want to punch radio, but now I love. <laughs> <laughs> so they close the place down to go to the concert. While there's customers there. <laughs> yes. The customers, they hunger. Uh, just well, throw them out. It'll be fine. Or they, 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 they can just, you know, let Ivan take care of all of them. Oh, he doesn't get to go? I guess the customers start asking for stuff. He the customers, can. to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was an episode. So, yeah, this place is getting to uh, Angel Grove View Center levels of how the hell do they stay open? Um... Well, at least the youth center had a dedicated employee, and it wasn't dependent on the rangers just being there to work all the time. Yeah. Like, well, the however, this employee? one dedicated employee was always Ernie. putting everything on the house. Ernie was. Uh, Ernie's employed by the juice bar, not the youth center. Regardless, it was. You know, it is better than a lot of series filler episodes, but it was still kind of a weaker episode for Dino Charge. It has its moments, but. It has its moments, but I would say this is probably qualified as the weakest episode of the series. What, what I'm saying is that even as the weakest it's, episode, it's still pretty fun. And it took us 14 episodes to get a really bad one, or at least close to a bad one, so that's still positive for Dino Charge. Yes. This was more mediocre than bad. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's a better term. And unfortunately, we don't get a real episode this weekend. Halloween special. Which we get and again we on Halloween. Special. Well, maybe it'll be entertaining. It is Dino Charge. I guess we'll find out next week. All right. Hey. <clears throat> Sorry, still coughing from the nerf darts. <clears throat> Either out oh, or in. The, the best part of that whole thing, though, was Ken just like determinedly trying to yeah. press on. Uh, <laughs> past four years of my life. <laughs> it's almost five now. <laughs> You're so Six old. for the rest of us. <sighs> We've been doing this a long time. Alright. What? Sorry. Pardon for what? What? Ken's just babbling, so continue what you're saying. Ghost. Alright, so ghost. ghost. Alright. So I'm the one doing this, correct? Unless you want Paladin to do it. No, not really. That's what I thought. Thank you. (laughs) Alright, so previously on Kamen Rider Kiva... Uh, there's a giant moon, and some people drop some eye drops into the dirt. Well, and... it's, either that or, it's either that or liken it to wizards opening. Ugh, so they... No winners anywhere. <laughs> they squeeze some optically on the ground and summon a couple of copies of Kamen Rider's skull. And then Narutaki just sort of smirks and walks off into the darkness. <clears throat> Sorry, I was choking on a peanut. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what they're calling uh, it now? What? <laughs> Just relax your throat and let the peanut go down. Oh, that works. 
so Takeru, also known as Common Rider Ghost, but not yet, uh, is having a wonderful dream about the time his dad died. Because, <laughs> yeah, and, we haven't seen that before in Common Rider. And the, the, when he gave him his Musashi's sword guard or something, which yes. he totally did not get from a vending machine at a gas station. That is exactly what it's supposed to be, supposedly. And really, he's just asleep at his books at the weirdest temple I've ever seen. It, 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 it looks like the doubles, you know, um, garage combined. It is with, combined with like a creepy ass monolith from hell. That is doubles garage. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Yeah, it's also a monolith from hell. Yeah, yeah. it's very convenient. It's also apparently a former shocker uh, hideout. Oh, well, there's a lot of those. This is true. I mean, so those so have to be mean, all over Japan. So you mean yeah. in Japan? <laughs> probably got it. Yeah, his dad probably got the place uh, for cheap. What with having uh, been, uh, well, probably blown up a few times by by writer kicks and uh, <laughs> it, it, it's a fixer upper. It's, it's, it's Japan at this point. Every place is a former shocker base. Either that, or I like the one theory I've seen that, like, at some point it'll just be revealed that Ghost Dad was a member of Shocker. Okay, so cut to annoying girl. I haven't bothered to learn her name yet. Akari? Yeah, that's a good enough name for now. Akari. Akari. I've already forgotten what you said. Uh, she runs into the temple looking for Takeru. And two of the monks say, I don't know where he is. Maybe he's in the office. At which point, peanut-headed monk just yells out, No! He's supposed to be training! So then they go over to uh, Shinkinger set. Right? <laughs> or an Ninjur set. No, no this, it, is, this is Shinkinger. The Shinkinger house was a lot smaller room. Man, Ghost was made on a budget, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, they had to save all that for later. Really? Did they really need to? Because I'm not sure what they saved it up for. Black lights aren't cheap, man. Uh huh. Those things cost like ten dollars each. <laughs> oh well. Then. Get Spencer's down at the mall. But yeah, they're in the Sheba house. I was half expecting. Uh, I was just. Ha- I was just wondering where the uh, little uh, straw dispenser thingy was. <laughs> I mean, you'd wonder where the Kurokos are, but you're not supposed to be able to see them anyway. Exactly. Someone out there will laugh at that joke, I'm sure. So, Bitchy finds Takeru sleeping and wakes him up and says, Hey, what the shit? Why weren't you at my birthday party? So, she's Bulma from Battle of Gods. Now, I kind of like Takeru's response because because it sounded like it was going to suck and I didn't want to go. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. He comes across like a little brat, honestly. Well, she's being irritating, and he's not having any of it, and I kind of dig that. I mean, it's kind of on both of them, let's be honest. Yeah, they're both kind of horrible people, but, you know. He's kind of being a dick about it, but she's also being really bitchy about it, so... Well, after all, how many people celebrate their birthday with the dawn of nuclear physics? And, and, and fair, fairness, though, the character continues to kind of be eh, eh, the rest of the episode, so. Eh. Well, he's getting what's coming to him, so you can take pleasure in that. <laughs> it's true. 
Common Rider Karmic Retribution. Hey, same initials. Karmic Retribution Ghost. Perfect. So Takara's blathering on about about this book about you know the famous people of history and I totally get it now and it'll totally be relevant for the rest of the series. Um, Bitchy pulls out a blowtorch out of her purse for some kind of reason. I don't know. Uh, it's uh, something alarming. About, something about burning life away or something. I don't know. Yeah, why is it in her purse? Maybe it's cheaper like, than it just be like peppermints in there. The thing is, she has a butane lighter. And a little oxygen canister. And that's some pretty extreme mace. <laughs> and like she's most... in a shocker hideout, and we all know how explosive those are. Like most people, be content... <laughs> most people would be content with just like a lighter and a can of hairspray for self-defense. She's she's going a little overboard with this, I think. But then, also in the space of 45 seconds, she's, you know, pressing three separate times how only science matters and nothing else is important. And, 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 yeah, that's getting old real fast. Okay, so I, I, like, I, made this point, I made this point on Twitter, which is, okay, it's fine. She's the skeptic character. You kind of need that for the setting. Except, Put the hammer away. Except, okay, except, counterpoint. Except the, yes. What skeptic has ever put the hammer away? This is true. Okay. And, and, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. So you have the skeptic on the one hand, then you have Onari on the other hand, who is you know full you know full you know goes to real all this stuff, and then you have Takara, who's just like, eh. Um, but because of the very concept of the show, you know she's wrong. This is well, just yeah. like X Files. <laughs> <laughs> except except it's ter- except it's not good. It's a problem. So it is like X-Files. <laughs> I'm like, let me, let me have my... You know, I, 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 that's why I never go back But we've got it. our Mulder and our Scully, and we've got you know our guy in the middle. I guess he's Robert Patrick, I suppose. Look, I what, we, what we have to <laughs> have... Does Robert Patrick is, even have a personality in X-Files? I don't know. Who cares? No, he's what we Patrick. have to have in Ghost is Ancient Aliens guy. <laughs> With the if hair the and everything. Ghost smokes cigarettes, then we'll know for sure which show they're ripping off. <laughs> um, yeah, Alright, so what else so is going on here? Basically my point is nobody's likable <laughs> And not in the fun way of Dino Charge uh, well, Takeru just has first episode syndrome He does and really? like, well, and Only mind, Yuki I, I is enjoyable oh, yeah, Well, we'll get to that She's wasted, but regardless um, News report this can this can and may, might very well get better. It's just first episode not so hot. <laughs> yeah, well, first episodes of any Tokyo show generally are devolved into ham-fisted exposition and then spamming special attacks. Yeah, and, and here's how you use your toy. Yeah, but yes, but anyway, we'll get to that. Core anyway, is the okay, moving along before we get caught up well. in the shit forever. Uh, there's a news report talking about how shit's getting sliced up downtown with invisible monsters, and nobody knows what's causing it. Jeez. Clearly, it's not ghosts. Clearly. Also, I will note, there is a higher death toll in this one episode of Kamen Rider Ghost than there was in all of Wizard. <laughs> and kind of a horrifying death toll, too. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's most like crazy. that amusement park ride? Yeah, that's where that's like that alone has more death than wizard. Imagine all the children. Uh huh. <laughs> like 
Like, all you're missing here is the bus full of nuns. <laughs> Alright, so meanwhile, back at the farm, uh, Takara gets a mysterious package through FedEx from his dad. Oh, after the uh, after the mailman's bicycle gets cut in half. Like, that happens, but he still goes on about his ride on foot, apparently. Hey, neither rain, nor sleet, nor snow, nor invisible ghost monsters. Right. So, uh, something strikes the package out of Tagaro's hand, but he opens it up inside his little white ball. <laughs> so, as he caresses the ball, uh, some ghosts appear in front of him that no one else can see but him. And they want his ball. Oh, yeah. And they'll do anything they can do to get his ball in their hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, peanut-headed monk uh, gets his ass kicked by boots popping out of holes in space and time, and it's all very comical. And... the shit happens next. Lost track. Well, basically... Sorry, I was looking at my drink instead of the screen, and I forgot what was happening. The drink's probably more interesting. Just- yeah, just skip forward to the part where he's running away from the ghosts. Elsewhere. Okay, yeah, so he runs off into the woods. Um, they want his icon. That's what they're calling his white ball. And rather than save his life and give it to them, he says, No, my dad mailed this to me from ten years ago. It's more important than me living. Well, guess what, Takeru? <laughs> the monsters are like, Okay. <laughs> So, and you get the most sadly censored slash across the body because there's bloodstains on the edges of his clothes, uh-huh. and that's it. Well, Sunday morning. I know, but it's still, sa- it's sandwich between it's still it's still a show sandwich between Sentai and Precure. So, I know, I know. <laughs> I'm just saying, at that rate, they might as well have not even put the bloodstains on his shirt. Yeah, but they're probably like, how much can we get away with? <laughs> <laughs> not very much, it seems. Oh well. We'll, we'll use that. The original director's intention was to have him completely sliced in half. <laughs> like the storyboard calls for him to like, you know, this whole screen says cleaved in twain. You know what they could have done? You know what they could have done? Remember the early episodes of O's where he used the meta gelber and like the background kind of cut Split in half and then and... reconnected? That effect yeah. was awesome. Oh, they yeah. They could have done that with Takeru. Yeah. You know, make it more like it's not really like a physical cut and physical death as such, but it has the same effect. Yeah. There, I solved the so, whole problem hey, with no man. blood. Well, I hope they do that. The main character is dead. That was a short series. All right. Oh, okay, so um, next week. <laughs> <laughs> so Takara wakes up in a waterfall and is accosted by some crazy. Anyway, direct this. <laughs> <laughs> No, if Inoue directed it, he would have fallen in the waterfall, not emerged from it. This, this, this is, is like anti Inoue. He leaves the water. Right. This is the opposite of Inoue. This is out of way. Because you know it's not in. It's y- yes, yes. Thank you for explaining the joke. Mm. Thank you, Paladin. <laughs> and Fort Max. <laughs> <laughs> Fort Paladin. <laughs> So, uh, he runs into Asshole God. <laughs> no, so no, nothing that grandiose. Uh, basically, uh, 
I assume this character is supposed to be Dungeon Master from the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon. Either that or uh, Buddha from Yoshiko. Because that's a show all of us have watched, Fort Max. I've never even heard Not of it. Not Anger the Buddha. It's something uh, over time did on the side a couple years. I wasn't where they moved it. Ha, <laughs> ah, old jokes. Anyway, so... Uh, Dungeon Master has given him the lowdown on what the hell his gear is. This is an icon. There's 15 of them. Collect all the Dragon Balls and you get a wish. Then you can come back to life. There's one detail, but he leaves that out until later. (laughs) Well, yeah, he leaves out the part that turns this from being Dragon Ball to being Dragon Ball GT. (laughs) Oh, you're you're not saying anything that helps improve my opinion. I'm aware. I'm aware. Could, it, could, could the show be worse than GT? No. Well, well they yeah. could, well, could uh, edit the first 16 episodes into just one. Okay, we haven't seen the first 16 episodes yet. That may not even be a bad thing for it, Max. Yeah, and it wasn't a bad thing when they did it to GT either. <laughs> Plus, you know, there hasn't been a Comrade show so bad they've erased it from continuity. Well, we don't know that because it could have been so bad they erased it from history and we just don't know it existed anymore. <laughs> But, no, Mickey makes a good point. Even Shin shows up in the movies. And G would show up if they had rights to it. Yes. Yeah. Well, G wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah. So the only reason it doesn't exist is because they can't, not because they don't want to. Right. Because I'm sure if they had the rights to it, we'd be seeing a full-on G series any day now. A G and Shin team up. Yes. <laughs> Just don't get Shin drunk. Holy shit. No, that's the whole point. You get Shin drunk. And then he's just like this mellow, cool dude. Uh, no, are you sure that Shin is not an angry drunk? No, he's an angry sober. <laughs> yeah. The booze hall loosens him up and lets him get happy. Boozle. Right. Well, okay. How does Ben get when he drinks? Um, he doesn't get anything because he's immune to alcohol. <laughs> of course he is. <laughs> of course he is. <laughs> are you sure Ben is not a robot? <laughs> Ben is very dense. <laughs> in that he does not float in the ocean. Literally? Yeah, literally he can't float. Oh my god! <laughs> so, it takes an absurd amount of alcohol to penetrate him enough to feel anything. And by that point, everybody else is already wasted. No, by that point, like, he probably has alcohol poisoning. <laughs> No, by that point, there's no more alcohol left. <laughs> like, I've seen him fill an 8-ounce glass full of 6 ounces of liquor and 2 ounces of, you know, mixer. And he can drink it like it's nothing and not even get a buzz off of it. <laughs> so, basically, he doesn't drink because there's no point there's no to point. it for him. Yeah. Whereas I am drinking and enjoying it and not paying attention to ghosts. I'm talking about drinking, which is a lot more fun. It really is. Also, you're sharing more crazy stories of Ben, which yes. is also probably better than Ghost. Yeah. Anyway, well, so... better than uh, most things. <laughs> Takaro comes back to life as a ghost. Oh, surprise. That that time Ben flashed RFC. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> Not for him, but, you know. Right. I'm sure the audience appreciated it. <laughs> 
Okay, so he comes back as a ghost, and all of a sudden there's a f- flying sperm talking to him wearing a coat. It's voiced by Al Yuki. It certainly is. <laughs> yes. I guess. I don't know. I think this uh, is what happens to ticket people when they can't find a new host. <laughs> that's alarming. Uh, I don't like that you said that. No, no, no. This is the larval form of Ticket's people before it can take a host. This entire thing is kind of alarming, to be honest with you. I mean... Alright. So, it's morphing time. uh, And And more important than Ghost Puppet being voiced by who the hell ever, the belt is voiced by MCAT. Again, it totally is. I believe you. (laughs) Yep. I definitely think this sounds better than the drive driver. Eh, drive driver's fine, sound-wise. Because regardless of what anyone thinks of the rest of this episode, that neon light shit is my jam. Yep. It is pretty cool. I, I, the, the, the suit he has before the jacket comes on is really kind of cool. Yes, when it's I being... am all about me some Tron lights on shit. Yeah, when it's being blacklit, that looks really cool. It looks even better than the uh, similar effect the Fi suit had, and that was yeah. good. Well, I mean, when, that, that was also, you know... That was ten years ago, too. Yeah. When the ghost undersuit is not being lit, and you can see that the chest piece is just, you know, colorless clear plastic, yeah, it loses a little something. It loses a lot of something, actually. I mean, I wish it was possible for them to just shoot all the fight scenes at night. So the suit could always be lit. Well, even then they wouldn't have leave it lit because that kind of stuff you'll notice they never do when the action is going on. Like stuff like you say, how Axel's helmet lights up or whatever. It never goes on when the action is going on. I imagine it's probably a safety thing. No, but I mean, like they would have to do it with black light, have reactive paint on the suit. Yeah, that's okay. true. And point First black thought, white on it, and they could tie the monster suits into that too. You know, give the series a really striking visual style for its fight scenes. Yeah, because there's nothing striking about the fight direction in this episode. Yeah, yeah you can, I, are we certain that it's being done with black light? I oh, think it's the impression I get is that it's actually lit up from the inside. Yeah, yeah it's I, probably not for the um, my, my effect impression shots. Is that, is, is, that they, is that they specifically have a hero suit that is that has lights running? Lit, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, they did that in Fies as well. Yeah. Yeah, but there's no reason they couldn't paint a suit with reactive paints and point a black light at it for a budget version that they can put on a stunt suit. The trick to that, though, is black light reacts with everything, not just what you want it to, so... I know, I mean, you'd have to you'd have to plan for that the whole way around. Yeah. And basically make that the visual style of the show. Yeah. You know, there is there is easy enough ways to do that narratively, without like introducing more cost into the production. And honestly, ghosts fighting in the darkness would be thematically appropriate. Yeah, and the black light effect would be spooky and cool for yeah. a ghost. And that would sell your to- and that would sell your. But you know what? Well. No, screw that. Let's go to the beach. <laughs> because also, he gets a motorcycle out of nowhere. Yeah, uh, yeah. as you do. Yeah. Apparently well, he had that before it di- he died and it just transformed with him. It died also. <laughs> it was it was so grief-stricken when he was killed that it just died on the spot. After uh, Takeru got taken back from the Lagoon of the Dead, the bike popped out of the waterfall. 
it had a talk <laughs> with Sage, and it probably has its own little like motorcycle ghost puppet following it around too that we just can't see. It also has to collect fifteen icons. <laughs> Famous motorcycles. <laughs> So um, clearly, first Ghost up, has arrived motorcycle. At, uh, Pleiades Shore from Tokyo, because this is the only beach in Japan with sand <laughs> instead of rocks. <laughs> There's plenty of rocks here, but there is also sand. So unless Japan has started trucking in sand to fix up their beaches, <laughs> I'm assuming it's the same place. Yeah, I kind of assume the same thing. Um, then Takara starts hallucinating some nonsense about Musashi. Yes, and the handguard starts glowing because reasons. And then Dungeon Master appears in the sky and, like, <laughs> blows monsters away. And retarded, and I kind of love that. Uh-huh. It reminds me of nothing so much as, like, early 90s. Yes. Which is not a That's bad like, thing. Oh, it's not a bad thing at all. kind of thing. When I was watching yeah, the live stream of this the first time, I was cracking up when that popped up. It's like a Bandora thing. Yeah. Well, she did that in the first episode of G-Ranger. Yeah. No, it's just, it's it's especially the way they compose the shot where he's only in the sky. Yes. Which, you know, shortcut trick for the compositing back then. Yeah. yeah. But now they're just doing it stylistically. Yeah. It, it's kind of cool and I dig it. I don't want to see it all the time, but I kind of dig it. Honestly, doing it more than that one time would lose any effect. I think. Uh, yeah. It depends on how they do it. If they did it more than once, like, he didn't need to shoot out like crazier and crazier things. Uh huh. Like him like, pop out need... like, the hood of a car or something. That, or that, be that, into Karu's drink one day. Yeah, that that, yes. that 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 would go a long ways towards rectifying my issue of the show not really having much in the way of identity. Oh 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 oh! Style. He can appear in the reflection of bald dude's head. Because, because, yes. I, I gotta show say, show up inside this, that uh, neon ball that shows that uh, makes another comeback. This, yeah, th- this fight with the minions with the Musashi form is so bland, bland. and boring, and it's just it, it, even the monster is just it's, it's like it's nothing. And also, you know, his rider kick earlier, it's like you know that badass counter kick that Tendo does in Kabuto? That was nothing like that. He just stood there and raised his foot. I can't disagree I with any of that. I think these monsters are a big step up from the Roy moods, though. Well, being that there's actually, like, you know, more than two different kinds. Yeah. Yes. I like the, I like some of the evolved Roy moods, but yeah, you're not wrong. Well, yeah, but I mean, you see the bat and the spider one, like, 90% more than you see any other kind. Oh, I know, I know. And it just, like, after the second episode, that completely lost any effect it had. It did. Ein, but then the that's monsters drive. This, uh, and ghosts are being designed by uh, a guy who wrote Blue Blazes, so... The guy who wrote Blue Blazes? Yeah, the manga. Oh, okay. So the guy who blue? drew Blue Blazes yeah. would be a better way to describe oh, that yeah. to make it actually make sense. Who made Blue Blazes? It, no, it's just like, you know, a writer's designing monster suits. Okay, good for him. <laughs> And the composer is writing the series. <laughs> oh, shit. And the art director is doing the story editing. Now, the one thing I like about Musashi form is the sword going through the back of his skull. Yeah, the top yes. knot sword handle. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. 
I mean, that form doesn't look bad. I still think that all ghosts' forms look top-heavy and bulky to a degree that you don't well, usually get. Well, that's the hoodie. It. Yeah, well, you don't usually get that that bulkiness until you know, like quarter to mid mid season <laughs> the way through. Well, see, maybe this will work the opposite, and he'll slim down as the series goes oh, on. Oh, you know better than that. He's gonna look like Samurai Howl by the end of this show. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that would be the best Gaim, thing. That would be the best thing. That's if true. Writers... And it's true. Gaim, Gaim, Kiwami is slimmer than even the base Gaim form. So, yeah, because all the armor is integral. It's not add-on pieces anymore. That's true. No, but it'd be great if the final form for a rider literally was just having to sit in a thing that drives around because there's too much crap on him. <laughs> <laughs> either that, or they. Uh, either that, that or. Basically uh... Well, either that or someone tries to kill Jiro again. Anyway, um, rest of the episode. It'd be fun, though, if all of Ghost's forms had whatever gear he was using being a cause of death on his costume. Like the sword <laughs> through the skull and, I don't know, like Edison kind of like, you know, an electric chair hat or something. <laughs> uh, sadly not. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, as he makes quick work of the monsters, often the shadows of the beach, uh, vampire hunter Narutaki is talking to <laughs> someone from Duran Duran. Also, he's not Narutaki. If you if you look at him just before he walks off, he's obviously Boken Black. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cold. <laughs> So, uh, Takeru comes back to the shrine. I can't remember the word for shrine for a second. Um, <laughs> back to the repurposed shocker base. <laughs> and he has a comical reunion. Reuniting? Reuniting. He appears before his grieving friends out of thin air. <laughs> so, hooray, he's back to life. Only he's a ghost. Kind of, sort Which of. means he's dead. How sad. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, and they can only see him half the time because reasons. He's only solid if he's in a good mood or if little ghost puppet kicks him in the ass. You know, there there is a way to have something like this in a first episode with a character you just met and be effective, but this is not Yu Yu Hakusho. So. <laughs> I'm kind of thankful for that. Well, no, the first episode of Yu Yu Hakusho is actually really effective. The first story arc of Yu Yu Hakusho is good. Yeah. Yu Yu Hakusho it's just, is... It's just you... after that that descends into being, you know, ah, Dragon I... Ball, but with dead people. I, I, I actually think Yu Yu Hakusho is, a, is one of the better Shonen fighting series overall, but... The point is, though, the first arc is a completely different series. Oh, it is. It and that's I that's the show I wanted to watch. To the point where, you know, the, the manga has several more stories in that vein before he gets back to life. Mm. Like, the entire first volume is a bunch of side stories of him as a ghost, basically. So, you might wanna, so you know. as the credits roll, Dungeon Master reappears, and through the help of a Jiraferig plush, tells him that, oh, by the way, you've got 99 days to get this done or you stay dead forever. Oh, no, never mind, 98. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was dead less than a day and somebody already stole his room. So ba- basically, you have enough time until you get your final upgrade. Gee, I wonder what will ro- that will revolve around. 
Well, I mean, I said this before we knew the plot outline. He'll use his wish at that point to get his power up. Yes. And probably another 99 days to get him back to life. Yes, he just wish for more wishes. He'll he'll forego his chance at returning to life to save somebody or something or another like that. And then he'll just be rewarded with his life anyway because selfless sacrifice. Reasons. He should wish for high ratings and high toy sales. Could he wish for good writing? I'm not saying the show is bad, but the show basically just engenders no feeling in me at this point. Yeah, I mean, it sure is a tokusatsu. It's a guy who transforms into another guy. Okay, so you all know my saying of be good or be bad, just don't be boring. Yes, and this is pretty boring. It is, but for some reason, for me, at this moment in time, that is a step up from Drive being so awful that I hate it. And 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 it... Being neutral is a step up from being something I can't even stand to look at. Oh, oh, so you're saying being neutral is a step up from being in drive. (laughs) Yes. Damn it, I did just say that, didn't I? Damn it, it, Paladin! (laughs) It's infectious. Uh, Like I I said many times over the past month or so, drive is a really awful start, and it gets better. So with that in mind, I'm going to give this a chance. I'm going to give it a longer chance than I first gave drive. It's just uh, there's nothing grabbing just again. Me. Nothing about the setting. I'm not immediately, permanently won over with this first episode, but yet I still kind of want to see more. I want to see how they do certain things because it's it's also working on a really condensed timeline as compared to some other shows. So that could be potentially interesting if they mess with it some. Maybe it looks like they've ditched the two episode story format again, so that's a step up. Yeah, because Edison yeah. comes in go- comes in, in the next episode. You see in the preview anyway, so mm-hmm. it, that's really hard to tell in the early episodes. Or anything because true. Remember, we thought we, the, we thought the same thing about Wizard too at one point. I mean, yep. that decade had a standalone first episode. Yes. Yeah. But, but we already it, I, but we I, already know I, basically I haven't, I haven't that Ghost's second episode is standalone. Oh, it is. Okay, yeah, episode two is still not up yet. Subbed. So like, I, right I, now, I don't hate anything. I just don't really find anything that's making me say, "Oh yeah, I can't wait." And like, I, 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 kinda, I, kinda, like, I got I kinda, bored with the early episodes and gave up on it, but it got a lot better not too long afterwards. I'm gonna try to give this time like, to at least prove. Yeah, they one took a while way or the to other. find themselves too. I'm just hoping that the characters themselves come across as more likable as they get fleshed out. I want. Here. I just want to know when if they're going to end up fixing that neon ball at some point. <laughs> because, because between Takeru, Akari, and Onari, I don't really like any of them. Well, That's remember, the there are two more writers joining the series later on. Yeah, but a secondary writer is still not your main guy or his main, um, char- you know, supporting cast. If if if. if with Kamen Rider especially, I think even more than Sentai, if the main writer does not click... It doesn't matter how good anybody else is. He's still going to be the guy that's, you know, the one character it is focusing on primarily. My biggest worry right now is there's going to be another wizard where it starts off where, like, okay, there's not much going on, but it looks okay. It's not doing anything outwardly offensive. And it never proceeds from there. And then by episode eight, we realize there really are no characters in the show. It's just there to sell toys. And that's my fear. We're watching the same two episodes over and over again. Yeah. Well, I mean, when we get to the point where we can make ghost Mad Libs, I think we'll have our answer. 
it was really sad how well that worked out for Wizard. Yeah, yeah. It was the only thing that did work out for Wizard. <laughs> and, 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 well, see, like I was saying on Twitter earlier, um, the thing about Wizard is that it has good concepts to start with. It has some fantastic direction and some great design work, and they do I nothing. wouldn't say it had fantastic direction, given that oh, none of the stuff no. done in suit matched with stuff done out of suit. It had no consistency in direction. But the it was suit, built the suit action direction was... Fine. Yeah, the, the suit action direction was fine to watch. It's just that they didn't do anything with Harto's actor. Because he probably wasn't capable. Yes, and that might be more uh, fault to casting than even the direction at that point. Yeah. Hmm? I mean... Like, I would say in the Ninja, you know, Takaharu's casting is a disaster. Yes, absolutely. But at least he's a plot-important character whose actor is available for, oh, all, for the full run. Even... It's not even about that, though. Like, the choreographer in the Ninja can make the suit actor for Red move so you believe that the same person is Takaharu. Correct. Which is probably got to suck for that suit actor, but still, <laughs> I mean, um, you know, they don't want to waste yeah. Seiji Takaiwa's talent by having him be as bland and lifeless as Haruto. That, that, so, that, you know, that, Wizard had a lot of flair in movement that the, makes it like this is a completely different character. The, the what was Fort Max just saying? I don't know. But the point I was going to Oh, uh, some... Koyomi's actress was not available for all of Wizard's filming because yeah. she, she had, was like, busy a doing idle stuff that clearly everyone had to have known about beforehand. Yeah. Um... But one point I will give to Ghost in the direction on that end is that you do a little bit more believe that Ghost is Takeru a little bit just because of when he first transforms. Yeah, yeah. He When he first transforms, there's a lot of, like, carelessness in the movements. But that kind of goes away very quickly. Right, and which, by, I mean... By, by, once you get to the second... In the first fight, he's bumbling around, and then the second fight, all of a sudden, he's, you know, just a common writer. I mean, as long as anytime he needs to do action out of suit, they can get the actor to be able to move convincingly similarly. Mm -hmm. And vice versa. You know, that little bit of a growing period, even in the course of one episode, kind of helps to cement the connection. Yeah, I mean, and that that is one of the reasons why, say, double works so well, because... Uh, Shotaro's a badass no matter what he's wearing. Yeah, K Kiriyama... Right. <laughs> between Kiriyama and Takawa... Including you can... the maid outfit. Between Kiriyama and Takawa, you can fully believe it is the same person. Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, that's no small part to uh, Ren Kiriyama just being a huge common Rider nerd. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But but it's, it was the same thing. when the, You see them both multiple times throughout the throughout the entire series strike their, their that signature, you know, oh, yeah. kind yeah. of sins pose. And they do it the exact same way, no matter if he's transformed or not. Right. No, I mean... There's a reason Double is what really got me into Common Rider, because mm -hmm. like it did everything I needed it to just right. Unfortunately, it always also also kind of ruins a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, you're like, just look at Riku Sanjo. <laughs> <laughs> but it, 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 you're, it, there's always that thought in the back of your head, like, I don't want to be that guy, but why can't this be Double? I, I mean, I don't even need to have Double. I could have Forze again. Oh, I could definitely have Forze again. Um, I could have about half of Decade again. At this point, I could have about half of Drive. I like the latter half of Drive. I could have about a third or maybe like 
two-fifths of um, O's. <laughs> yeah. What would that I, be in metric? I'll take the middle. I'll take, I'll take that. I'll take that nice, you know, that nice fluffy middle center of O's without the, you know, the the rotted exterior. On so Dante. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I take but his it, center. Basically, <laughs> basically, once Goto gets the belt, that's warm and fluffy. I just, I, I just, basically, I don't just, think Dante's middle would be fluffy. I mean, it's it's more, you know. Hard and chiseled. Once, basically, once Dante stops being birthed, just check out of the series. Yeah, yeah. Even when he comes back, it's not the same. Right. Because there's all that other shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, that, that's pretty good as a metric for when O's kind of loses itself. I think. No, I don't, I don't want necessarily everything to just be double again and again. I would like to have another double, another series of that feeling and quality. Yeah, it, it, but there is plenty of other series that I enjoyed yeah. that I would like to see. You know, give me something in that style or this style, or give me a new style like Gaim that I also like a lot. Yeah, it's like I don't want something that is double. I just want something that's good, like double. Something that makes me feel the way Double did. Yes, and I got that sometimes before, a lot of times before Zay, to be honest with you, or or even Gaim, but in a different way because right. Gaim is so so you know. And, I mean, Forze, is also, Forze also has the thing <laughs> where, like, you can believe that Gintaro and Forze are the same person. Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry about that. You know, I mean, it Nerf Dark? <laughs> no, no, it was the peanut. I was the Nerf Dart, he was the peanut. <clears throat> I think he fired a Nerf Dart down my throat. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're afraid of. All right, so that's been Common Rider Ghost, <laughs> and that's been our show. Yep, because we got more stuff to do. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Superhero Time. Go to tokupodcast.com for show notes and to listen to previous episodes. Find us on iTunes or download our Android app at tfradio.net slash android. Follow us on Twitter for show updates, weekly power playback, and more at superhero underscore time. Superhero Time is a radio-free Cybertron production. show on Stitcher Smart Radio. Stitcher allows you to listen to your favorite shows directly from your iPhone, Android phone, BlackBerry, or Palm phones. On demand and on the go. Don't have Stitcher? Download it for free today at Stitcher.com or in the app stores. Stitcher Smart Radio, the smarter way to listen to radio.